This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Power Breakfast with TT. Weekdays 6 to 9 a.m. on Power 98.7. Well, unfortunately for all those who are celebrating there, uh, there is a group that will maybe um, much disappointed uh, or yeah, were left disappointed because they did not achieve their goals. And uh, it, can, it can be a doom and gloom scenario um, for a lot of learners. Uh, and of course, due to the high number of learners that achieved a bachelor's degree entrance and the limited spaces, universities tend also tend to increase the required subject points for admission. So it's not just those um, who did not achieve a pass that might find themselves having to make alternative plans for the year ahead. But all those who didn't make the cut as well for admission to universities or didn't pass um, at all and might have to repeat. But let's uh, have a discussion now about the options that uh, are available to um, those students that didn't achieve the goals, the, lo- the goals that they intended, that set for, them- for themselves. On the line to us now, we've got the deputy head of the department, uh, uh, deputy head of department at the University of Johannesburg, uh, that is Professor Veronica Tuareka joining us on the line. Good morning to you and thanks so much for your time. Morning, morning. Thank you for having me. All right, so there we go. We have the numbers uh, that have been put out, and they do suggest that, uh, you know, there are a lot of learners uh, that sat for these exams that may that have succeeded or at least achieved a pass, but may well have to look at different options in terms of uh, um, pursuing further study. Only 40.9% um, achieved the metric, uh, at least the, the bachelor pass. Um, let's talk about actually what that actually means for those that got a bachelor or that failed to achieve a bachelor pass in terms of options. Mm-hmm. Thanks for that, Tabi. So I think first and foremost, we want to acknowledge that students have tried their best mm-hmm. and their best may have not made the cut for them. Mm-hmm. So initially, we want to just um, request they just accept their feelings, you know, mm-hmm. give themselves time to process that. And processing that may mean um, you know, talking about it being comfortable with the emotions or you know, writing it down, drawing it out, uh, going for a walk, just getting it out of their system, ways to manage it so that they can navigate it thereafter. Acknowledging the feelings are the first step in moving forward. And mm. once they've mm. gone that route, they mm. could perhaps consider what are the options available to them. And I think it's so important what you say, though, in terms of putting things into perspective that mm. this is not... Um, you know, as catastrophic as it may look. But let's talk about those options then. Yes, yes. We always say matric is part of life, but Mm. not life itself. Exactly. Mm. Some of the options would be uh, a recheck of the exam scripts. Mm. Um, So if they're thinking, look, we just want to recheck the marks, or they could go for a remark of of the scripts itself, or the other option is a complete rewrite of the matrix. So mm. those are three options that the Department of Basic Education offers um, to all students, um, and that would be the first port of call if they feel, look, we mm. really think we could do better next time. Um, let's either recheck our marks or ask for a full remark of our scripts. Of course, mm. there's some cost implications there. 
Otherwise, they could go for a full rewrite of some of the subjects mm. or all of the subjects that they um, need to. Mm. And I do wonder when you give in giving advice, what you say to some because I'm thinking if somebody uh, opts for a rewrite or at least a, mm-hmm. a, um, a, a, remark. a remark, it probably means that they were borderline. You know, in terms of uh, whether they achieved the target, whether whether it be a pass or a bachelor uh, pass. Um, which would, could mean that uh, even if you do achieve um, that bachelor pass, but only a borderline pass, that you might struggle to attain the, the, the points when you go and apply to a university. 100%, 100%. Sometimes, however, there are cases where um, you felt that, you know, you really did better than what you got. Mm. And because you're so motivated that that's the case, mm. then you're encouraged to uh, apply for the remark. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you may want to well go for the rewrite. Yeah. And what, uh, what, what I'm curious to know uh, what the experience is in terms of people who have gone the route of a remark. How many uh, actually, what kind of percentage of those that go for a remark? And, uh, firstly, how many do opt for that option? And uh, how many find that when they do go for a remark, the mark changes and changes positively, by the way, because yeah, it could also go the other way. That's it. I think that's the, the, the challenge for many people. Because you have to accept that the remark uh, mark achieved will be what you will attain then at the end. Mm. You can't contest that. Mm. So our advice is always, if you are convinced, mm. if, if you're feeling that, you know, such so strong about it, mm. then go for it. Although if you're just feeling, oh, I'm just going to try and see, mm. it's possible that you gave all you could and you didn't make the cut. Mm. So rather not go for the remark. Mm. Uh, generally, those that go for the remark have that strong conviction that they could have done better. And often the case is that their marks could go up a point or two, yeah. but it's not significant. Mm. Um, so you want to think carefully before you go that route. Yeah. What mm. a, a battle that I know has been uh, that uh, you know educators and government as well has been fighting for many years. In fact, this predates the current government. And when I was in school, it was a major battle to convince um, you know pupils that. Uh, there are that you know going the route of a diploma is not a bad thing it's not a failure because um you know the idea it exists there the perception has been created and i don't know perhaps it's a it's a it's that perception is founded in reality in terms of what the realities are in the workplace that if you come out with a degree you have a much better chance of uh, you know getting ahead in life or getting a job versus someone mm-hmm. with a diploma uh, let's take a look at those that only got a pass that allows them to pursue a, a, a diploma pass. What does that mean, really, for them? Look, I think uh, learning is lifelong. Mm. And so it means that, you know, you only stop learning when you choose to stop learning. Mm. So many times people um, learn from TV or social media that, you know, you have to have certain paths and that's the only way you're going to achieve in life. But there are many other options. Mm. And some of them would be um, TVET colleges or technical vocational education training colleges. You have options of um, uh, internships, apprenticeships, entrepreneurships, freelancing. All of those give you valuable pathways to achieve success. Mm. And I think they, they're less talked about, and perhaps we need to start talking a little bit more about them, given the limited spaces at um, universities. Mm. Mm. And I mean, once you have a d- d- diploma, if you go that route, maybe also just uh, where we had to talk about it, the BTEC, which the, again, uh, the impression exists out there that the BTEC is somehow equivalent to 
a, a bachelor's degree out of a university. Um, what exactly is the difference, and what does a BTEC entitled? If I've gone the route of a of a, um, a, a university of technology, for example, uh, once I've graduated, that does that also earn me the right to automatic entry into a university, or what happens then? Yeah, so normally if you're attending a University of Technology uh, or doing a diploma course, um, it allows you access into the workplace, but it doesn't have the connotation of a degree. Mm. So the degrees are more four years or above, Mm. and then the technical diplomas. um, So the NQF level could be slightly different or the same, but the pathways to accessing your goals are similar. So either the diploma or the technical diploma will get you into the workforce, Mm. or you could become an entrepreneur, of course. Mm. So it doesn't um, limit your options. Mm. It's just a different pathway to get there. And the focus is on theory as well as practical applications, which for many is a better option um, if we find we're struggling with a lot of theory, head Mm. knowledge without the application. So a, a technical vocational option would be better for us uh, who are more skills oriented, practical based, that mm. we want to link theory and practice together. Mm. And once somebody ha- gets the, a, a diploma, um, when they maybe choose to or to study further, um, yes. what would be the required in terms of, a, would you automatically be admitted into a university if you say, now I have a diploma, but I would like to pursue a degree in a similar qualification? Yeah, 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 definitely mm-hmm. so, because they will at, uh, assess your diploma qualifications and mm-hmm. then see at which level you can then um, start a degree course. For example, mm-hmm. if you've got a teacher's diploma uh, and you want to do a BA degree thereafter, that is very possible. Mm-hmm. But to what extent, though, does is it bo- this perception borne out by reality that if you possess a degree, you stand a better chance than your counterpart that comes through um, with a you know, with a diploma. Say, for example, we both do electrical engineering, but you mm-hmm. one comes out with an electrical in, a diploma in electrical engineering and another candidate has a degree. Mm-hmm. Mm. Look, I think the reality in the workplace is that they are looking for skill sets um, and whether it's degree or diploma, mm. um, the skill set or what you bring to the table is more important. If you look um, realistically at what's happening on the ground, the number of vacancies that are available are very mm. limited. Um, and if you stop the work with a degree or diploma, but you're not able to do the skills that are expected of you, it's irrespective of diploma or degree, you're not going to make the cut. Hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think when you say stuck in reality, the reality is, you know, Whose reality is it? True. Mm. Uh, yeah. Mm. yeah. So you want to look carefully at the workplace. What, is the, what are they asking for? What skills are they requiring? And ca- are you able to meet that skill set? Mm. And what are your own skills that you have as a candidate? 100%. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Fabulous. Thank you so much uh, for talking to us. I appreciate your time. Good, good. Can I just say perhaps there's also lots of free online courses. Bank offers digi courses. Okay, um, yes. For- In fact, that's so important. I'm glad that you, you, you raised that because the online study as an option. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah, just tell us about Yeah, just let's talk more about that. Yeah. Well, look, there's many, many options available. You just have to Google free online courses or online courses, and there's a a myriad of options available. Mm-hmm. So you could look at um, uh, customer service, data analysis, mm-hmm. IT administration, project management, software mm-hmm. development. All of these um, 
on your NetBank website is free of charge. Mm. And some of them come out with the certificate available for that. And that is so recognized really, uh, uh, NQF uh, qualification. That's it. That's mm. it. And I think what you're saying there is quite important. Any uh, course that uh, you want to explore, check the NQF qualification code. Make sure that it's registered and it's legitimate. Otherwise, you're wasting your time. Yeah? Uh, very important. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. All right, that. sure. That's Professor Veronica Dwarica, uh, who is a senior lecturer and deputy head of department at the University of Johannesburg in the Department of um, Education. Yeah, that's another important option that I think I almost missed about online study. As you hear, there's another, there's a lot. I mean, if you can't get into university this year, it's not reason enough to just sit and sit around and do nothing. You, you can still empower yourself with those co- online courses, some of which are free. Some you can you have to pay for, um, but they, they are a viable option as well. We'll take your calls on 0861-987-000. I see them coming through. We'll take a, a few of your calls in a moment. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.